everyone, and welcome back to the Wake Up with Jesus and Coffee podcast. I'm your host, Hannah Forrester, and again, I am joined by Mr. Forrester. <laughs> Mr. Forrester. I'm I'm not a father yet, so <laughs> Mr. Forrester is my dad. <laughs> Matthew Forrester, my lovely husband. Hello. Um, and the reason I wanted to have you join me today is because it's February still, as we're recording this, and this will be also posted in February. Um, we if just, I can get it done in time. Yeah. <laughs> we just celebrated Valentine's Day. Um, February is also National Heart Association Month, so something to be aware of. Do you think they did that on purpose, or it just kind of landed that way? Probably on purpose, yes. Okay. <laughs> So we decided to do an episode really about love, but more specifically, God's love. Um, But before we jump into that topic, Matthew, what is the coffee of our, um, that we're drinking today? So the coffee that we're drinking is from 440 Coffee Company, which is also like a, like a guitar effects sort of company. Which he's very into. Yeah. I'm wearing one of their hats right now that they uh, they actually sent me. Uh, it's kind of funny. Uh, the the 440 Sound guys ordered some of their coffee because they just released their coffee like two weeks ago. And, um, yeah, so they sent me an email said, I'm sorry it's taken so long for the coffee to come. And it had only been a couple of days. And I was like, I mean, it hadn't been that long. I mean, it hadn't been that long. So okay. they said that they would send me a free hat. And I sent them an email back and said, well, I, hey, I appreciate that. You know, it's not necessary. But um, thanks. So, but yeah, they um, they do a lot of um, guitar demo videos. They did a rig rundown with James Duke, who has played with many Christian artists. Mm-hmm. Um, they did a video with uh, him and Michael Pope playing together in an airplane hangar, which is kind of neat. Um, but they sell some guitar pedals, and they have a couple amps up for sale. And they just got into the coffee game, so uh, it's kind of a kind of a neat thing. Yeah, Christians, music, and coffee, that's that's what we're all about here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but you specifically, you have a podcast where you talk about worship music called The Worship Cast. Um, so that's another reason why we're drinking a kind of a guitarist music worship thing coffee today. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually, it has a, uh, their logo has uh, an Elliott guitar on the front of it, which... Um, is is one of the most widely known praise and worship guitars, and I actually on the worship cast interviewed uh, Andy Elliott um, from Elliott Guitars, um, and that was kind of a kind of a neat interview. So everything kind of ties in together. Yeah, so definitely check that out on the worshipcast.com. So the specific blend that we're drinking today is their house blend, which they're sold out of. Which now, yeah, I, quickly, I was yeah. about to say that. Like on their website, it says they're sold out. It's the Ethiopia Columbia. Um, blend. It's got chocolate and ripe berry notes. Very good. I'm enjoying it. We also found out this morning that if you try to do it as a French press, yeah, it doesn't turn out as good, which yeah. we should have known being coffee people. Yeah, but I'm always up for French pressing, so I, I try to French press everything, but not everything is, is made for French pressing. It's true. Yeah, when you run it through the normal <laughs> through the normal drip coffee thing, it was it was had a much more even keeled flavor absolutely um so now that we are halfway done with our coffee 
it's time to get into today's segment, which again is all about God's love. So you've picked today's topic, mm-hmm. and I don't really know what it's about, so I'm just going to uh, listen and react and do my husband thing. Mm-hmm. Do your husband thing. <laughs> um, so before we go any further, I wanted to um, say a quote by A.W. Tozer. Who? A.W. Tozer. Explain this person. <laughs> Famous theologian. Okay. I know who A.W. Tozer <laughs> okay. is. I'm just making sure that. I was going to say, what? You know that we get it. <laughs> the, the, the people know. Okay. Look uh, him up. So our, our pastor actually quoted him a few weeks back during one of his sermons and quoted this exact quote. And also, um, he his sermon topic was about the attributes of God, if you remember that. So he started out, A.W. Tozer... What comes into our minds when we think about God is the most important thing about us. So what do you think about that quote? I don't know. That quote could show you how terribly inadequate you are, yeah. which, it, yeah. which is a good thing. <laughs> you, need, you need to know that. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's important. It's very important. Um, it just goes to show that it's important to not only know the attributes of God, but in in order to know that, that's that's how you know him fully and can have that relationship with him fully, if that makes sense, mm. to know him better. Um, and one of the attributes of God is love. Um, you that, know, well, that's a big one. That's a big one. God is love. God is love. Mm-hmm. John three sixteen For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that who should ever believe in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. You've memorized a lot of scripture. Well, yeah, that... <laughs> <laughs> I think most people who have gone to church since a very young age probably memorized that by age nine. So, okay. cannot pat myself on the back on that one, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, so what what comes to mind when you think about God's love? That's a difficult question because, I don't know, it depends kind of where you are at the moment if you're if you're you know at at church then sometimes you you think about the um you know god is love is, is kind of a kind of a flowery happy god loves everybody kind of thing but sometimes if you if you happen to think about god in the middle of a a sinful situation which i i think he should definitely come to your mind during those because that's kind of the holy spirit saying back off but um god's love can be a can be a fearful thing or, or can be a like a um like a force that says hey you're screwing this up yep absolutely um we kind of touched on this in an earlier podcast that i did this past summer um all you bachelor fans out there who know who hannah brown is and the whole you know i had sex and jesus still loves me thing oh i don't remember this uh, yes you do <laughs> Um, but if you haven't listened to that podcast, I definitely recommend going back and listen to it because there was a lot of really good things to pull specifically from that podcast and about God's love. Um, 
But just to kind of sum it up. Is that the podcast where I said something really mean and we had to edit it out? I'm pretty sure it is. No, you weren't in that podcast. Well, there was one where we (laughs) talked about this Hannah Brown person. We've brought her up many times in this podcast. I've had to edit. There's some some edits that that aren't out there. Anyway. Anyway, just to kind of sum it up, um, we came to the conclusion that just because God loves you, doesn't give you the right to act or do whatever you want and whatever you please. Oh, so we're going down that road today. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, we are. Okay. And what are your thoughts on that? Oh my gosh, how much time do we have? <laughs> um, it, it that line of thinking opens up one of the biggest holes and in, in, in what people think about modern Christianity today. So. It's not a, I do good things so I can get to heaven. It's it's a, I do good things because God loves me and makes me want to be obedient. So it's it's the opposite. You don't you don't do things so that God will love you. God loves you so you do the things He commands. It's that's the that's the switch that needs to get flipped in the way a lot of people and a lot of Christians think. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, you. You'll know that you love him by your obedience towards him and mm-hmm. keeping his commandments. It even says in the Bible, you know, I'll know that you love me by you keeping my commandments. Um, and we kind of went down a rabbit hole. I, I didn't mean to take it in this direction at first. This was actually going to be my last point I was going to make is, you know, what's God's love? And then how is our love supposed to be shown towards him? But now that we're flipping it around... <laughs> Let's just continue on this, and then we'll we'll get on. That's what you to get when part. you invite me yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> you you flip my whole my whole thing around, um, but yeah, our our love towards God um, is shown through our obedience towards Him. It's shown in reading His Word, keeping His commandments, and just having hope and our trust in Him. I agree with that. Um, and then kind of to, to flip it back to where I was starting. Don't don't take me back to where <laughs> I don't want to go. <laughs> well, do you have more to say on our love towards God? I got one little one <laughs> little point I want to add. So you hear a lot of people say something to this end. Well, there's almost two things. You have a lot of people say, "Well, I'll you know, I'll become a Christian later." That's saying that I'll love God later. But you choosing when to love someone isn't love. Not how that works. Yeah. It, it's it's the here and now. But then you also you get the people that will say things like, um, "Well, God loves me, so I you know if I do something bad, He'll forgive me." Well, while that statement is true, there's a hard examination that comes along with that. You can't just do whatever you want because you know God will forgive you because that shows very quickly that you don't love God. If mm-hmm. you did, you would not want to do anything purposefully against him and then just knowing that he's going to forgive you. That's using God as a meal ticket. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying that if you thought that, that you're not Christian because that's that's not the point. We all fall. But if it's a continuing cycle of, ah, I'll just do this and God will forgive me, you might want to check what you really think about God. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
So to, to flip it back. Did I just eat your final <laughs> point alive? <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. So to flip it back to where I actually originally wanted to start this conversation. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what is God's love towards us? What, what do you think it is? Or how is it shown? Oh, boy. Um, if you look at it, <laughs> here we go. Okay, so what a lot of people think it is these days, you see a lot of people that say, oh, God loves me and has blessed me so much as they sit inside their giant mansion with a nice fat bank account and wonderful cars and all this kind of stuff. That's not, I mean, I'm not saying that God won't bless you with things yeah but that's not the it's not the point so that's not what god's love looks like if you look in the bible it the people that i not that i'm gonna say god loves the most but but the people who seem to um, be the most in tune with god they were not treated very well they didn't have fancy things they didn't have um, mansions they didn't have good lives all they had was him and it was enough Mm -hmm. so if you want to talk about what god's love looks like it looks like total obedience and reliance on him because he's the only thing that matters yep i I absolutely agree um and that's not to say that that god's love isn't (laughs) when you say it that way it's like well why would any of us want god's love if it's just going to beat us up but the the promise that Paul and Peter and all of them make mm-hmm. is that it was absolutely worth it. Mm-hmm. That that they didn't need those other things that you find comfort in that will disappear or or go away because they had something eternal that was a much more mm-hmm. of a rock to lean on. So it's one of those things that um, even if it costs you everything else you have, it's worth it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, and even those who are better off, you know, in the Bible, specifically King David, um, God's love was shown towards him, you know, even though David was an adulterer, uh, he killed a man, but God still says that David was a man after his own heart. And there were times where... You're not David. (laughs) You're not David. (laughs) To quote Matt Chandler. Um... But just just to think about, what am I trying to say? Sorry, going blank. Think about what God's love looks like towards us, even though we uh, do everything wrong. Yes, yes, that's where I'm going. Um, and there were times where he doubted God. He shouted out towards God, you know, God, where are you? And, you know, he had questions, but... Even then, you know, there was pure repentance in his heart. And God still loved him, even though, you know, he was this nasty, deprived person. Well, if God wasn't going to love us through our sin, then Jesus would have never come. Exactly. We could have, we could never be pure. If God's going to love us, he has to love us the way we are. But that doesn't mean that we don't change you, you see what i'm saying the fundamental difference there is is that 
is that Jesus came to, to pay for the sin, mm-hmm. that he died for us while we were still sinners so that we could be reconciled back to God. But it's it's not a it's not an invitation to, again, do whatever you want, live however you want. God loves you and invites you into heaven anyway because that's not how it works. And I, I think it's important to also remember that even though God's love... <laughs> Let me pull this up, too, because I had this earlier. Um, God's love, in, in human terms, it cannot be defined. It just cannot be. Some have gone so far as to attribute the term reckless to and it. We're not going there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's, it's just so interesting to me. You know, you look at the Greek and Hebrew language and how they have so many different words that... M- that to us mean the same thing, but to them mean totally different things. Yeah, they got many different versions of, of the word love. Oh, the word love. And sp- specifically, um, in the Greek language, agape um, is referring to the highest form of love and charity, which is the love of God for man and of man for God. I mean, it, it has a standalone meaning on its own. We as humans, we can't grasp that kind of love um, that God is able to give us. And it's it's very purposeful. It's very defined. But it, it goes beyond human comprehension, which makes it so beautiful. And if you're trying to get closer to the understanding of it, there's only one good way to do that, and it's not listening to Hannah and I prattle on on a podcast. It's no. by reading the Bible, by getting the entire picture of what God's love looks like, because it's 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 His word, His love left for us. And when we read it and we hide it in our heart, then God's love is perfected in us. The Bible says that. Mm-hmm. So, um, to kind of take it to the Bible, please do. <laughs> um. I'm going to read a, a few verses here. It might it might be a little long. Um, but if you want to stop the podcast right here, um, get your Bible out, read it, so that way you can really focus on these words and what it's saying and then continue on afterwards or after this podcast, go back and read it. But I'm going to be in Romans 5, 1 through 8. Again, Romans 5, 1 through 8. It starts out... Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through him we have also obtained access by faith into his grace in which we stand, and we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Not only that, not only that but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. For while we were still weak, at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. For one will scarcely die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person one would dare even to die. But God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Now, what are your thoughts on that? Hmm. 
Well, it goes back to what I said about why we were still sinners. So God, God came while we were, you know, still in our, still in our fallen state. Not, not that we're not, not still there. Um, the important part of that that I, I really, really grabbed onto was um, that God shows He loves us through the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. So since we have the Holy Spirit and we have that access now, that that's God's love perfected in us. That that's what that is. So God's love is shown to us and given to us by and through the Holy Spirit, not through a work of our own, not through anything we did, but until the Spirit is given to us we are deprived. Yep, absolutely. Um, and I'm, I'm blanking on where it is, and, and it's, it's one of those verses I should have looked up before this, but I didn't. Um, but the verse where it says, perfect love casts out all fear. Mm-hmm. Um, in that context, and I've heard it taken in many different directions, but in the context of it all, the perfect love casts out fear. What it's saying is the perfected love of Christ. The fact that God sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for our sins. That that love being perfected, that we as Christians, those who believe and have been justified and have been saved through his grace alone, we don't have the fear that we're going to leave this world and basically just die into nothingness we have the hope that there there is life after this there's life eternal and there's life abundantly but more specifically so we have the assurance we have the assurance exactly the assurance that when we do die we will be with him mm-hmm. and then the, one of the earlier parts of the verse two talks of um, I, I don't remember exactly what it was i'm already lost my memory's terrible but um <laughs> Um, that God's love, what is it, produces character. Let's see this right here. Da-da-da, reading, reading, reading. We rejoice in our sufferings. There it is, knowing that suffering produces endurance. Um, Rejoicing in your sufferings is another. God's love can cause you to love him no matter what happens because you know that anything that happens did not surprise God, um, was not an accident, and that if you can can suffer but rejoice through that suffering mm-hmm. um, love God and trust God anyway that you'll find even more how sweet his love actually can be instead of you know the the age old reaction to anything bad well if God was a good God he wouldn't let this happen mm-hmm. really <laughs> God is a good God we are not good people Hannah's Looking something up over here furiously. Cell phones are a modern, modern marvel. I wanted to get the exact verse, um, but kind of, I, I wasn't going into this direction at first, but you kind of took me there. I'm just, I'm <laughs> not good for your podcast. Um, but that that leads to an, another wonderful. Um, direction into this is into God's love. In Hebrews twelve six it says, For the Lord disciplines the one he loves and chastises every son whom he receives. And the way I picture that is, you know, when you were growing up as a child, um, especially us here in the South, we 
We get whoopings. We get, whoop- we get whoopings. <laughs> no, no, our parents didn't beat us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> nice to see why you turned out the way you did. Okay. Um, Sorry, Scott Forrester. Love you very much. <laughs> but there was that expectation that if I disobeyed my parents, that the consequences, I mean, they were going to be pretty harsh pain and suffering pain and suffering um but when you look back none of that was done in vain it wasn't because our parents and and that's not to say that there aren't parents out there who are this way but from our experience growing up our parents weren't doing this out of you know evil in their heart or they did it out of love because the times that I remember them discipline me, it's because I was doing something that could possibly hurt me or hurt others in the future. <laughs> my, uh, my old man likes to say that he learned everything that he knows about parenting from Andy Griffith, yeah. <laughs> which is probably got a lot of truth to it. And uh, he, he always told me that any time that he, he enacted um, physical discipline, is what we'll call it. Physical discipline. Um, that it was never because he was angry. It was always any time that there was a test of will. Mm-hmm. And I think that's an important important distinction, too. And I don't, I don't want to get on the spanking versus not spanking argument. Um, but, we, we, you know, we need to think about God that way, too. You know, any time that there is a test of will where you decide, well, what I want to do is better than what God has for me, that's that's sin. Yeah. And you get chastised for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and and he, he does that again because he loves you and he wants better for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, everything in the Bible and, and a lot of people who haven't really read the Bible and who aren't saved you know, might say, oh, the, the Bible is just a list of, you know, a bunch of don'ts. Oh, we got into this one time on Channel 16. With yeah. <laughs> uh, but there's nothing in there that will harm you. It's it's all for your good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, God's God's list of things not, not to do or to stay away from. They're all things that, that are instant gratification. I mean, things that in the moment feel great, but in the long run can yeah. really cause you some issues. So God's not dumb. He knows what he's doing. He told us to stay away from these things because of the destruction they can rain up, uh, upon our lives. So staying away from those things will bring you a greater joy, mm-hmm. especially in him. And I want to say this too. I think this is uh, this is kind of funny. Y- you ever hear you ever have have somebody say to you, "Man, these bad guys can do whatever they want. And they always get away with it. But man, if I do even the smallest thing wrong, yeah. I get caught every time. I have the worst luck." That's that's not what that is. If you're a good person that that, that does things sometimes and gets caught, that's a good thing. And I don't mean if you're a good person. Let's not get on that mm-hmm. route. There are no good people aside from Christ. You know that that whole thing. But you know what I'm saying. As a Christian, if you feel like you can't do anything without getting caught immediately. That's excellent. That means that God loves you enough to to show you when you're doing wrong. If you feel like you're a Christian and you're, you know, you get away with all kind of stuff, and the Holy Spirit's not chastising you mm-hmm. for it, you may not have the Holy Spirit. Again, I don't like to call people's salvation into question, but 
you can live a sinful life and claim yourself as a Christian, there's a problem. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and again, it's important to realize that you can't have love without wrath. Now, people, I, I feel like when we're talking about God's love, everyone wants to picture his love in this, you know, oh, you know, beautiful hearts, Valentine, love way. Or just say, Jesus like is a, my boyfriend like a, type thing. Yeah, let's get away from that. I mean, it, it, I, I think um, it was like the Jesus turtle shell where he, he comes down over your head and protects you from all the bad things and yeah, just keeps you in yeah. your little baptist bubble on the back row um but it's important (laughs) to realize that god can't have love without having wrath and vice versa well i would say that's another attribute of god that Mm -hmm. that god is a perfect god he 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 wants no less so if we are not made perfect then we're going to catch the other side of that absolutely so any other thoughts on god's love I mean, always, but <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I like it. It's a it's a very um, it's a good thing to dwell on, especially with this being kind of a morning show. Just to 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 take this throughout your day and um, just kind of let it let it sit with you. And as as things happen or situations arise, um, you know, or, or you do something maybe you shouldn't do, to stop and think. Okay, well. The reason I feel bad about this is not because oh, I did something bad, but God loves me enough to show me that I need yeah. to do better. And I'll kind of say this in closing, too. Um, the Holy Spirit's really been chastising me and, and showing this to me here recently. Um, I haven't had as much trust and peace in Him as I should. And with just the the sermons and everything that we've been having at our church lately, we've been going through a um, series on spiritual habits. We broke down the Trinity. We broke down, you know, what it means to read our Bible, what it means to be truly saved. Um, And all of that was just really, really speaking to me that, hey, you know, I'm saved, but my trust isn't fully there. And it just really broke me, especially in the past few weeks, just, just thinking about all this, the, the sermons that we've been going through, how much God loves me, that he sent his only son to die for me, and that if he can do that, he's got it. And I don't have to have any fear, anxiety, nothing, because, you know, he's, he's there no matter what. And that's how much he loves me. Excelente. <laughs> Any final thoughts before we close? Yes, I would like to thank me for being on this podcast. Uh, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> and now you need to move over because I need the computer. Okay. Yeah, he edits the show, by the way. So I had to give him <laughs> that little shout out. Um, I just felt really convicted in this moment just, just to pray, if that's if that's okay. Sure. <sighs> Dear Father, we we thank you so much for all that you do. We thank you so much for your love for us, for sending your son Jesus to die for us, Lord, even even when we were still sinners. Um, And Father, I pray that you would just use this message, use your scripture, Lord, to speak to someone who's maybe 
struggling with this idea of your love for them or their love for you, Father. And Father, thank you so much for everything that you do for us. And we love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. That was a wonderful podcast episode. Um, I think I got a, a lot out of it myself, just even sitting here talking to you about it. Um, but again, thank you so much for listening. And as always, make sure to wake up with Jesus and coffee. Until next time.